Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Moment. Talk Recorded live. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Exceptional School Show. I am your host, Sage the Poet. And this is episode 140 on Wednesday night, which is not our regularly scheduled night to do programming. We come to you live weekly on the air on Tuesdays, but for tonight we had to make an exception to that rule. And Kane Spade, of course, is the reason why. We wanted to give him the honors of doing, uh, having him in the spotlight exclusively for the exclusive interview hour. And we figured out that the only way we could achieve that successfully It had to be done from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. So, thank you for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. And at this time, let me go right into reading the itinerary for tonight's program. First, I want to say I give honor to my maker, the first and the last, the Alpha and the Omega. Secondly, I want to give honor to my ancestors, the elders, those whom are the guardians, those whom are the protectors. Third, I want to give honor to our youth, the children, the infants, and those that are are yet to be seen in this world via giving birth. So we want to acknowledge all life. Mother Earth, all life, the waters, yes, the earth, the soil, the dirt. And last but not least, here's the topic. We will be discussing a poetry book by published author, Mr. DSR, the CEO of DSR Fire, Inc., 71.3 on that radio dial. The network that's always blazing hot, no matter what time or season it is. The book is entitled Awaken the Poet, and this is a must-read book, I must say. So if you do not yet have your copy, what are you waiting for? It's time to order it. It's available online. You can go to creativespace.com and or you may go to amazon.com. Again, the book is entitled Awaken the Poet. Also, as for our focus for this evening's interview, we will be discussing the graphic art and design of 
Jack L. Graphics Association. Jack L. Graphics Association. So we want to ensure that everyone is aware of what is tonight's show's format. Well, I just gave it to you, the topic, the focus, and who's going to be in the spotlight, Mr. DSR slash CEO of DSR Fire Inc. 71.3 Network, none other than Kane Spade. Here's a little information about Kane, a brief bio to be more discreet. Kane Spade is the producer of all featured programs that fall under his brand, DSR Fire Inc. 71.3 Network on the radio dial. He has written poems that are currently featured in his published literary work entitled Awaken the Poet. Mm. Of course, we know if we're awakening the poet within anyone, whether it's within us, or others, we've got to be firm. We've got to be bold with it. You can't half step. This is not a haphazard activity. This is calling or summoning that which is dormant and laying to rest and awakening awakening it. Here we are. For more information about Kane Spade, a.k.a. Mr. DSR, follow the following links. One in particular is the DSR Fire, Inc., 71.3 Network. Number two is My Graphic Art Business Design. I'm sorry, My Graphic Art Business Page, Jack Eel Graphics Association. And last but not least, my sound recording link, and this is, of course, Kane Spade, sound recording link, not mine. DSR Fire Productions. And it's available on sound, I'm sorry, soundcloud.com. And we're going to get a little taste of that. I'm going to set this thing up just right. Kane Spade achieved the following. On behalf of Domestic Violence Awareness Month, Kane composed a piece entitled The Agony and Disarray. No drama cover. So this is what I'm going to do. Before I roll the red carpet and turn the spotlight on Kane Spade, I'm going to allow for his work to speak for him. He achieved something that not all poets do achieve. He is a freestyle spoken word artist and poet. That is quite rare and exhilarating all at the same time. So let us listen, and we're going to hear a piece by Kane Spade. Again, I want everyone to know it is entitled... One one moment here. I want to make sure I'm reading it correct. The Agony and Disarray. No drama cover. 
listen attentively, and enjoy. This is a domestic violence awareness tribute. And to anyone who may be a victim of domestic violence, and if you are not brave, if you are not strong and running or leaving from that abusive situation is something that you do not believe you are empowered to do, I'm going to provide you with a number. And also, if you have a friend or family member whom is a domestic balance abuse survivor or victim and you know that they are afraid to leave, this number is the number to call. I'm going to provide the information. Why? Because it is essential. Here is that number. It's 1-800-799-7233. I repeat, 1-800-799-7233. And I just want to share some very significant statistics information. Our And this is very important because a lot of times people are not aware of why um, it's so important to be a mandated reporter in such instances. It's very important. Relationship abuse affects people of all ages, including teens and young adults. In fact, one in three adolescents in the U.S. experiences violence from a dating partner. Beverly Gooden knows this firsthand because as a young adult, she married her abuser. She is now an activist, a writer, and survivor. Here are her words. No one stepped in because no one knew. I kept everything a secret the control, the abuse. I believe that if I even gave a hint something was wrong, he'd beat me. If I tried to leave or if I told anyone, he might kill me. There was nowhere to run, so I stayed right where I was. And those are the words of Beverly Gooden, activist, writer, and survivor. One more thing. This is very important, ladies and gentlemen. As the holidays approach, survivors and supporters, including Troy Vincent, Christy Paul, and Brian Botano, are telling why they are thankful for the resources the hotline provides to survivors. Follow the hotline. You can follow the hotline on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram to see their stories as they are posted. Again, here is that number to call if you are a victim of domestic abuse and violence. 
please call this number. Or if you know someone who is, and if they're afraid, if they're afraid to fight to leave, if they're afraid to live beyond the abuse, be your brother or sister's keeper. Here's the number, 1-800-799-7233. At this time, we're going to hear that piece entitled, The Agony and Disarray, No Drama Cover, a domestic violence tribute literary piece by Mr. DSR himself, a.k.a. Kane Spade. Yeah, 
He's pretty useless. No, no, no. <laughs> He's just sat there looking stupid. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. I'll call you back. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm hoping that you were tuning in and you had your speakers laughing because that spoken word, art, poem, which is a tribute to domestic violence survivors, it is riveting. I don't know about you, but I felt chills running up and down my neck, the back of my neck, my arms. That piece, again, was entitled The Agony and Disarray, comma, no drama cover. To hear that live, for those of you who are in the chat room, I have shared and posted the online link. Also, you can visit the event page, and you will find the link is there. And I'm hoping that everyone tuning in tonight is as excited about tonight's broadcast as I am. Without any further ado, we're going to go right into preparation for the exclusive interview hour. You will be hearing from the special guest in the spotlight and on this platform tonight, the special guest whom I am referring to is none other than Mr. DSR. Yes, he is the producer. He is the CEO of all feature programs that fall under his brand entitled DSR Fire Inc. 71.3. 
Network on the radio dial. If you're tuned in, you are tuned in to the Exceptional Scribble Show. This is episode 140. Tonight's broadcast is coming to you live via TalkShoe.com. The call-in number is 724-444-7444. And the show's ID number is 133-193. And then the pound key. Thank you for tuning in. For tonight's topic, we will be discussing Kane Spade's poetry book, which is entitled Awaken the Poet. The focus will be the graphic Art and Design of Jack L. Graphics Association. Mr. DSR is a published author and poet, the producer of all feature programs that fall under his brand, DSR Fire Inc. 71.3 Network on the radio dial. He has written poems that are currently featured in his published literary work entitled Awaken the Poet. Kane Spade is multi-talented. He is a musical sound engineer, and he promotes social consciousness via his lyrical genius. So, ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, I am rolling out the red carpet and turning the spotlight onto the feature artist in the spotlight, none other than Kane Welcome to the platform of the Exceptional Scribble Show on tonight, Mr. DSR. DSR. Hey, you know I had to make an entrance. I hear that. You made it official, and that is quite all right with me. Welcome, welcome. Hey, hey, thanks for the welcome, friend, the sage poet. You gave me one hell of an introduction right there. I mean, wow. You know, uh, I feel like a super-duper DSR CEO right now. Oh, oh I'm, I'm happy hearing that. that. That put a smile on my face. That made the trip all worse. Wow, I know we were on this journey. We were planning to go live on the other night, and unfortunately, I wasn't in my best of health, but tonight is a different story. I'm feeling almost 100%, I can truly say, and not at all do I even have a touch of any blue-like symptoms. So I want to say thank you for your persistence and thank you for your diligence because now we're live. We're on the air, and we're doing this. We're doing it. (laughs) And you're welcome. I mean... I'm humbled by that. I mean, you uh, you reached out to me. You gave me this offer to be featured on the show, and that's what it's about. So a lot of people, they look for hosts or other networks. They ask for features, but for those who get asked to be featured, mm-hmm. that's something else, you know. Right. That's, that's respect. Yes, that's it is. inspiration, you know. Yes, it is. And you know what? I have to say this. You merit that from me since I have known you, Kane. And I guess it's, it's what, three years now, would you say? 
Most likely, yeah. Time yes. does fly. And and you've been consistent. I can't say that as much as I'd like to say it about all of us, you know, in this literary artist circle. Because sometimes we're wearing masks because we're trying to fit in to a certain mode. We're not really being who our pen truly is. But right. I don't get that from you, and I've never gotten that from you. You are always raw. You are who you Hold are. On. It's like this hey. is me. Fred, see, I got to stop you right there because uh, you made me think it's so funny. I mean, I understand <laughs> you are. Where you coming from? But uh, you made me think of the time for the longest okay. when I had my when I had my sunglasses on. They kept saying, "Like Kane, you keep hiding behind your shades, man. Who are you?" <laughs> you know, when I first when I first came on the Facebook, that's what I kept doing. I kept wearing sunglasses and whatnot. Oh, you okay. know, I never liked Facebook to be honest with you. Mm. You know, never wanted to mess with it. My little brother, he got me on to it. I started networking, meeting all you people and okay. poets. You know, I don't want to sound like a racist. He, did he just say all oh, you people? I mean people <laughs> of talent, you know. We, we get don't it. report me or nothing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I mean people of talent. I mean writers, poets, producers, musicians. You know, they saw me wearing those shades. They kept I was covering my face. I took those shades off, then I got all these comments. Oh, damn, well, there you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> interesting, interesting. Wardrobe. Sometimes there are those, there are some artists that are, I guess you could say maybe somewhat bashful or shy and timid to be before a crowd, so maybe they're wearing the shades because they feel that they have a certain level of comfort wearing the shades. So for some, they are hiding behind the shades. But I have to say, Kane, I don't get that about you. I've never gotten that about you. You don't seem like the type to hide behind uh, uh, shades or a hat or a mask or anything like that or even uh, a name. So I, I have to say you've been true to your pen. You've been uh, sincere from the time I've met you, and I'm honored. I'm honored to have met with your acquaintance. It's an honor getting to know you even better as an artist and as a person. And I would like for you to just share with our listeners uh, because you have a book which is entitled Awaken the Poet. I love that title. I love the meaning behind that title. If you can just give a little background information as to how you came about uh, working on this project, which is an awesome project, and um, what is your uh, overall mission? by having written a book. Who is the targeted audience and why did you decide now is the time I need to write this book and I'm ready? All right. Well, basically, Francine, my target audience, I'm going to answer that question first. 
mm-hmm. was basically other writers, you know, not just poets. My target was writers, period, because I always see myself as a writer above all else. And I say that on every network show that I've ever been on, mm. you mm. know, because they, uh, they often, they just, uh, a lot of people, they often give you a label, they give you a title, like they already know who you are. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah, so basically I'm just telling them I'm a writer, and a writer, you know, goes into so many levels. You know, when you're a writer, you can call yourself a poet. When you're a writer, you can call yourself a musician, a published author. You can call yourself a screenwriter, somebody who wrote something for a play, you know, for a movie. You know, a writer leads in so many directions, you never know where or when Mm. you're going to end. That's the truth. So, so true, because... As a writer, we find, you know, there's those who start off as a page poet who evolve into becoming a stage poet or spoken word artist. So as a writer, you don't always just have one specific uh, style by which you write. Um, Of course, we know you have a signature Style of writing, however, uh, you can evolve from just being a poet into being a novelist or sci-fi novel writer. So what I like to say and and always urge uh, the literary artist community of is the following, grow and never cease from growing. Because it's your evolution as an artist. It is your evolution. And no one can dictate to you how your evolution began or how it should end. That is your journey. You are on your own unique path as a writer. And wherever that path leads you, that's where you should go. So I'm I'm happy and honored tonight because I know, Kane, that you have been true to your pen and your voice as a literary artist. Um, no one, I've never met another artist quite the same as you, nor have I ever heard another artist spit on the mic the way you do. Can you kind of share with our listeners if maybe you've had some coaching or if possibly you've taken some classes in how to give such a compelling delivery when you're on the stage, kind of share with everyone what uh, steps you did take that helped to make you the skilled literary artist that you are today. All right. Well, uh, no, I didn't take any steps really like that. But uh, the main uh, answer I have, I don't have any anybody coaching me. I mean, for those I would call my coaches is uh, other poets I heard perform on the radio. Mostly, yeah, poets like for real, the poet mm-hmm. out there, uh, 
poets like uh, those who are in uh, POET, People of Extraordinary Talent. Okay. You know, the butterfly effect when it was around, Black Satin Radio. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Scorpio Sessions Network over there in one positive way. Uh, Team Hungry. You know, Team Jag when I was treading through all those poetry shows. Uh, so many networks. Uh was that uh, Kingdom Inc. over there? Mm. You know, respect the crowd. Mm-hmm. When you hear all those poets, I mean, those are your coaches. You hear all those different styles. Everybody has their own unique way of reciting their pieces. Yeah. You know, you pick up the way they uh, do their thing, and you get your own talent, your own style. You make mm-hmm. it your own. Well said. Well said. Well, it looks like we have a lot of callers who are calling in in the caller queue, and I don't want to slight anyone. Some have called in a little earlier than the others, but here's what I'm going to do. If you called in to the call queue and you are currently in the call queue and waiting to speak with the feature artist, Mr. DSR himself, a.k.a. Kane Spade, I need you to raise your hand. Here's how you do it. Simply press the asterisk or star key button on your phone pad and then press number eight. I repeat, simply press the star key on your telephone pad and then press number eight. Okay, I see some hands raised. We're going to start off. It looks like for real the poet is the first one after for real the poet we're gonna go to mr boston aka i like to call him the master scribe and then we're gonna go to illinois tennessee uh then lady of love whom i like to call queen poetress because that is simply who she is with that ink i'm telling you and then we have another caller from West Tennessee. So we're going to start off with welcoming for real the poet. Yes, indeed. Hey, hey, hey! Take your socks off. How's everybody? <laughs> take oh. your socks off, y'all. My oh, little brother right. is being honored tonight over here. Um, exceptional scruples with my sister, uh, oh. phenomenal poet herself, the sage poet Francine Baytel. Hey, you, it gets no bigger than this, man. Welcome to the big league, brother. You know, congratulations. Hey, hey, thank you. Any radio, take your socks off and all that, man. <laughs> Let me just say this. Let me just say this, man. I'm going to try to keep it brief for everybody. But I'm, I'm really proud of this, brother, man. We didn't have many types of conversations, uh, you know, along poetry. Uh, we go deep into, you know, the, the workings of, um, you know, uh, building sound bites for your, you know, intros to your shows and uh you know, music and uh, producing, and we even go into graphics. This guy right here is multi, he's a multitasker. Um, so it's always a pleasure to talk to him about one thing or another. Um, and I watched him, and I've watched him bloom. You know, I've seen Cage Spade when he first came on the scene, you know, um, 
and then uh, you know uniting with Sister Taraji and a few other people. Uh, what what amazed me was his contact and his uh, ability to attract people from foreign countries, you know. Mm. Um, I got I got to meet some of the people myself, you know. Um, he's just a great all-around dude, you know. And, and, and to see where you are now with your own network, doing your own thing, you've grown, man, and you learn how to branch out and you're a positive uh, source in this community. So I commend you on your, 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 with your place, the place that you take up in poetry in this community mm. you belong in, brother. I salute you, brother. Hey, yes. thank you, sir. We appreciate that, man. Kind words. Mm-hmm. Definitely kind words, man. I mean, you know, y'all ain't going to get me emotional or nothing over uh-huh. here, man. Uh-huh. I'm more professional now, man. <laughs> awesome. I mean, that's much respect to you and your network, Epiphany Radio, the For Real Entertainment network you know from that network a lot of us can grow from it yes we can i affirm that i must give a big shout out to the ceo of epiphany radio for real the poet douglas himself he is with us tonight live and in living color and listen the inspiration factory i tuned in on this bad Sunday, for the very first time, I had time, and I was able to, and I loved every second, every second of it. Truly, that show lives up to its name, and every show, from what I know, every show that is featured on the Epiphany Radio Network. Baby, baby. I'm oh trying my. to tell you. Thank you, girl. You, you, hey, you put it down. My face is like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I I, my face you. is hurting, girl. Oh, man. You just cooked the cornbread so right. Oh, thank you. You know, I love you some cornbread with some beans. I know you do. Next I know you do. Oh, talk to me now. <laughs> and macaroni. <laughs> hey, look, I'm sorry. Hey, look, it's a, we forgot it's all about King Spade tonight. Hey, King, my brother. I know. <laughs> I mean, Buffalo Wings, bro. Buffalo Wings. You got to include the Buffalo Wings. Yeah, I'm sorry, brother, with that, that we include the Buffalo Wings, bro. But, uh, hey, man, it's an honor to be here for you, man. Like I said, I watch your growth, man. You know, this is my little brother. I took him, man, and uh, this brother likes to learn. He absorbs stuff. He not only do he absorb stuff, he has he has that creativity that I'm so proud of in some of the um, artists in the poetic community. Creativity, come yeah. on, y'all. Hey. Don't be. Don't try to be like the next man, y'all. Don't try to. This brother is only one king spade. Mm-hmm. No matter what he might have seen in me or seen in Sage the poet. He always puts that thing and twists it into his own formula, and he comes out with that next Kane Spade piece. That's you right. And, and not only that, a lot of the other things that he's doing behind the scenes, his um, his graphics, his work mm-hmm. with his graphics business, um, make you anything you need on a T-shirt, a CD cover, your book cover, whatever. Come on, y'all. You know, so I'm proud of this guy. You know, he, he like, you know, I think that when I drop drop off that epiphany. I think he probably got his eyes over here. Because he's, you know, he's like Trump a little bit. He got a little Trump in him. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I 
I mean, a yeah, little bit ain't a bad thing. A little bit ain't a bad thing, man. A little bit, that's right. Yeah, I can't comment about that, man. Um. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so hey. anyway, look, let me get out of here. Much right, love to well, you, my brother Kane. We definitely and- going to hear some more of Pharrell the Poet, ladies and gentlemen. He's just stepping back from the mic right now so that we can continue on and call in the next Number one, it looks like none other than Mr. Boston, a.k.a. Master Scribe. Welcome. Hey, what's <laughs> going on up in this building tonight? Right? That's what I'm trying to figure yes, out. Yes, on the building. Fire? But much for real, the poet, too, man. <laughs> well, 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 we got none of that. Then the one and only my boss from the DSR, Mr. King Spade. What's going on, buddy? Hey, man, I'm chilling. I got the buffalo wings. I got this feature uh-huh. music. I mean, apparently I got everything everybody needs according to uh, what Pharrell was putting out there, man. I'm getting all yeah, the you do. You do, man. You got that. You got everything, man. You well rounded, man. You know what I'm saying. You well rounded. You know I've been with you for a, for a minute here. You know what I'm saying. So, you know I've been watching you grow, man. You growing. You starting to get out on stage and do live stuff, man. And that that's a plus. You know what I'm saying. You got the got the book out and you got the the graphic thing going on. You know what I'm saying. And that's a good thing. So I, I me personally, I I I got a, a couple of questions for you though. Mm-hmm. Oh no, man! <laughs> Don't put me on the spot here. All right, go ahead, Mister. Yeah, yeah man. All right, all right. I got yeah. three questions for you. Three. All right. All right. Okay. If you could, if you could tell your younger writing self anything, what would it be? Hmm. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, let me answer that right now. Yeah, let me answer that. Uh, basically. If I was able to talk to my younger writings, I would tell myself to be smarter with my money is what I would tell my younger self. Because I'm going to just say I played in the street, not nothing illegal, for those who may be thinking that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it was uh, there's certain things I did. I could have been smarter with money, and I could have been faster out here in the business world, far as being in spoken word, poetry, DSR network itself. Okay. Next question I got for you. Does writing energize or exhaust you? Writing energizes me because and it it uh it inspires me, you know. Seeing other people's pieces, I mean, you see their videos when they recite. I mean, it energizes you, inspires you to write your own pieces, to see if you can come up with your own ideas and see if somebody else can uh, comment on what you wrote. Okay, okay. Now. Good answer. Yes, very good one. Now, I have one more question for you. If I was to ask you to design a logo for me, what would it look like? Mm. Oh, 
Going deep. That is a question. <laughs> question, but it's a simple answer. You know, mm. I can't. I can't tell you what it would look like because only you would know what your own logo would look like. I'm your. Uh, I'm. I'm. Uh, you're my customer. I'm giving customer service. So you got to go. tell me what your logo is going to look like through your own eyes. That's something you want your business to grow from. Oh, there you go. There you go. Sounds there great. There you go. <laughs> Very good there, Kane. Very good. I didn't mean uh, to be so hard on you. <laughs> I was good, man. I was ready. Okay. I was ready. I may seem laid back, but I got ex- extra educational buffalo wings tonight. That's what it is. I got my my book smart uh, wings are on the grill. That's right. That's right. That's 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 right. First, I've never heard anyone to say that. Other than Kane Spade on this Other than Kane Spade. He's got the special extra smart Book wings on the grill tonight. I love I love the smell of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. That was good. Well, I have to say, Mr. Boston, we're going to come back to you. Thank you. I love okay. questions. Wonderful. I love them. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, appreciate you, man. All right. All right. It looks like we have. Now, I'm seeing, I thought it was okay. It looks like we're going to Illinois. Welcome, caller from Illinois. You are on the mic tonight. Caller from Illinois. Okay, caller from Illinois going once, going twice. They probably muted themselves. Okay, I'm going to move on up. It looks like we have West Tennessee. Welcome. Caller from West Tennessee. Hey, hello, friend. Hey, Kane Spade. Hi. Hello. Please introduce yourself to those that don't know who you are. Pretty Paul's in the building. <laughs> yes. Angela Suntoucher Patterson, they know me as Pretty Paul. Oh, welcome, 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 my dear sister. It's always an honor and a pleasure. And whatever you like to direct to the attention of our feature artist, Kane Spade, the mic is now in your hands. Feel free to do so. Yes, um, I, this guy, you got to love him. I am a fan (laughs) and can say you are very deserving of this feature because you are um, so supportive. <laughs> you are so supportive in like in everybody's everything, like shows, uh, poetry, just supportive. And I'm just so glad to see you know you come alive and be able to have this feature and show off everything that you got to offer, you know, because you, you're reading what everybody else has to offer. And so mm-hmm. now you can shine. So I'm loving that. Um, and, and I want to take you back to, like, a couple of years ago, before Wolf Hours in the Den, the blog talk show, 
Mm-hmm. Do you remember having me co-host on your show with Joe Verbal Mind Dancer? <laughs> yes, I do. That was my first time. I was already nervous back then, but you, like, gave me the opportunity to do that, and, like, you know, I was a nervous wreck, but you trusted in me to do a show and try that out, and I'll forever thank you for that. Hey, well, you're welcome, and, uh, well, Pretty Paul's, I mean, basically I just saw that you was able to do it. You know, I mean, a lot of people... They see me now, they probably think I'm overconfident. They hear me playing around on the Internet radio. I'm hosting. I'm joking around. I'm messing with everybody. But in the past, I mean, I was a nervous wreck. When you, when I, I, yeah, I was nervous. When I called on the radio, I was thinking, I ain't want to talk to none of these people. I don't know who the hell they are. I'm like, why are they so happy when I call in? Because <laughs> you know? right. I was hyped I was like oh man Like, And then they talk about They want me to recite a piece I was like oh hell no I was ready to hang the hell up <laughs> <laughs> Wow you know, I God, That's hard to believe He's come a long way He's come a long way Hearing that testimony Oh my Mr. DSR has truly come a mighty long way <laughs> Wow and it doesn't stop, right? You know, we uh, meet these challenges head on, and then there's new challenges every day, every week, every month. And for someone like you, I notice you have no fear of heights, which is so very important. So, Ken, can you share with our listeners why you're not afraid of promotion or advancement? Because so many of us, we don't admit to this, but we fear success. But I don't get that from you. Hmm. Well, I'm going to be honest with you, uh, friend, sage poet. I mean, a lot of times I don't show fear, but I do remind people or I remind myself I'm still a human being. Yeah. So I'm not trying to show anybody fear, but of course I got it in me because I'm I'm a human person. I'm a grown man, but I still am human. I bleed the same red color blood just like the rest of everybody else. Right, right. Awesome. You know what I love? Humility, there's that proverb, humility comes before honor, and that's another trait and another virtue that I see in you. You are humble, and you don't have a problem with taking the back seat and allowing someone else to drive. If necessary, it means that we're going to get to the destination safe and fast. (laughs) And I think that that is very admirable because a lot of times in uh, the artist industry, you find competition is prevalent. And a lot of times people tend to strive with each other because, well, I think that my show has something his show doesn't, or I think that his show has a little more than mine, so I need to step my game up. I need to do this so that I can compete with the other party. Now, what would you like to speak 
of in regards to that because I find in the literary artist community and the arts and entertainment industry in general, there's so much competition. And sometimes it gets, even with the the rappers, um, you hear about them, this one has a beef against that one, and then the next thing you know, somebody went to a club and someone was shot at. I mean, it's getting real deep. Some of uh, the strivings that are taking place because people don't want someone else to shine brighter than they are. So what what can you say keeps you with a level head so that you're not too going in that same direction with things as far as competition? Well, basically, I mean, I try not to feel no jealousy. I won't. Basically, what you describe, Francine, is a hater. Okay. Thank you. A hater is basically somebody who delves into that jealousy. I'm not jealous of anyone because, I mean, I'm not going to want what you have like that. I mean, you can be rich, but you got that on your own or you got that through somebody else. You know, that's your path and that's not my path. You know, we all live our own lives and we got to live it our own way. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm going to stay on my task or what I want to complete in my goals in my life, and you stay to your own. It's like having your own brand. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to put your own brand out there for people to know about your brand. You're going to want to do your own promotions. You know, if you have the ability to uh, do your own art and graphics, and you're going to uh, complete or create your own logo, and you gonna want people to be known, knowing about that logo, knowing about your business. You gotta connect with people, even though you don't even know these people. They strangers to you. Connect with them anyway. That's what I was doing. Okay. Just adding people on Facebook. Mm-hmm. All these strangers, they don't even know me. Like, who the hell is Kane Spade? Why the hell should I make him my friend? Why should I accept his friend request? You know, you got to try stuff you don't normally do. You know, I call that testing the waters. Reaching out to people that's uh, in different countries, they definitely don't know who I am until they heard me on the radio or something. Right, right. Or I, or I was is- connected to my uh, my first ever co-host was from Australia. You know, that helped me branch out even more. Then I was getting people from New Zealand telling me that, hey, man, I heard you on a track or something, or they saw me on YouTube, and they was like, well, I'm going to send you a track, and this is from New Zealand, and I want to hear how you sound with Mm. the beats that I created. And I was like, all right, so I'm thinking, what, you want me to pay pay you something for those beats? He's like, no, I'm just testing out. I want to see how you sound, you know? collab with my beats on my track and get back to me. I was like, all right. We started, uh, I started messing around with these tracks. Uh, Ungrateful Snuff or something from New Zealand. And all them people start calling me. You know, I walk through Facebook, start inboxing me, uh, saying, well, hey, man, I heard you on there. Uh, this is who I am. And then other people in Europe and then United Kingdom and then back to, the USA. 
Hmm. Sounds like a plan. Sounds like a plan. Well, Kane Spade, there's a spoken word piece by you, which is entitled, She is What I Want. <laughs> and yeah. it's able as a sexy jazz instrumental. I think that it would be quite appropriate to play this for our listeners because I'm sure some of them, they are aware of your style, which is definitely your own unique signature style, but maybe not as aware of how versatile you are as a spoken word artist and poet. So we're going to play that at this time, and then when we come back, we're going to go to our next caller and continue on with your interview. Is that all right? Yeah, that's fine with me. (laughs) Okay, thank you. I just want to make sure I had your permission to play that one now rather Mm -hmm. than later. Okay. <laughs> I mean, hold up, uh, Fred. See, before you play that track, I want to <laughs> give a shout-out to those who downloaded that track. I mean, for all your support. I mean, well, hopefully it was a lot of women who downloaded that track because that's what it was for. <laughs> and, um, yeah, the track has been downloaded over 60 or 50 times. I was kind of shocked at that and the track is located on soundcloud so uh check it out and hopefully you enjoy it sounds great thank you all right ladies and gentlemen now the next sounds that you hear will be that of mr dsr fire Productions inc and that track is entitled She Is What I Want and as labeled it reads it is a sexy jazz instrumental Candy. 
and to hear all of these fabulous um, I, I gifts, their their gifts mm-hmm. that that this gentleman has um, that God has bestowed upon him that he is able to be. I I, I was thinking and I was saying no, no, he's not a poet. He's an artist. Mm. He is awesome. A, he is a sacred artist, um, and the Lord has given him eyes to be able to mobilize graphic art. That that within itself is an absolute fabulous gift um, because you have to have some type of artistic connection in order to deal with that. Right. So so I know that, you know, that is his, um, it's probably his base gift. Um, And everything else branches from there out. I have to I have to acknowledge that he was one of the first um hosts that uh, you probably remember when I started going to Kane Spade's show. I came from um uh, Jaguar's show. Yeah. And the, the show was closing and um I believe it was Stacy Bryant and she inboxed me and told me gave me the number, gave me Kane Spade's number and told me um, to go there because um, I needed to be heard, which I thought was very kind of her to even steer me in that direction. But, like, I'm kind of getting off because I really need to be talking to my good brother. Good evening, Mr. Kane Spade, feature artist this evening. Oh, my. One moment. Kane Spade. Lady of Love. Okay. Hey. Good evening to you, and thank you for all your support and kind words from you. It is my pleasure. It, it, there, I'm only speaking fact and truth. There's no, um, there's no fluff in this. These are concrete um, um, accolades that belong to you. Um, Although you, I'm sure, accept them in humility, but nevertheless, they are your gifts, and I do recognize them, and I'm just speaking what is true, and all of it has um, has uh, combined itself into now a book, and all of your work, you know, you're so you're so gifted and so talented that you can do your own book graphic. You do your own graphics for your shows and stuff. I I just think that that is just so fly. <laughs> I can't I can't find another. It is so fly the way you put things together. And I'm recognizing your gift as an uh, a poetic artist. Can I call you that? Yes, you can. Uh, thank you for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's the the graphics. I, I'm almost tempted to ask you to do something for my show, you know, once I get going again, you know. Um, I'm in love with the work. I haven't really seen so many things that I've wanted someone to do for me, but your work is impeccable. And um, you continue to do what you're doing. I'm just, I want to ask you this question. Um, 
how did you get started with graphic arts? You recognized your own uh, talented ability to uh, to uh, transform your thoughts into artistic figures and forms. Well, uh, see, so you're going to take me back all the way. It started from high school, actually, Lady of Love. And uh, I actually took four courses of graphics in high school from ninth to 12th grade. So I kept playing around with art characters, Hyper Studio. I even made a cartoon that moved, and, uh, well, it was real graphical, kind of violent the way I made that cartoon. Y'all need to know about that. <laughs> no, I <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know how I feel about that. Now that's all right. That's all right. You don't have to tell me about that. <laughs> we had a long discussion uh, last night about that. Oh no, no, no. That's okay. Right. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was kind of a comical, crazy cartoon I made in high school, but uh, that was just one part of uh, what I could do. Uh, mostly, what I did, I like playing around with the backgrounds of, uh, like, uh, those characters. You know, I took a character from uh, Dragon Ball Z and I made it look like, you know, it was a bunch of smoke and mist around him as he's charging up. He's ready to, you know, shoot those, the energy blast or whatever. Hmm. And, uh, you know, it started from there. I kept messing around with it. And, uh, and I was absent from it. For a while, I did used to draw as well. You know, I don't draw anymore, but when I did, you know, the most famous drawing I remember that I did myself was of uh, a black mother and her child. You know, it, this was also an art class. I did take art class in uh, high school. That was a, a project that we all had to do. We had to uh, draw this big old uh, picture. I mean, it was a small picture, but it was uh, on construction paper. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was half the mother's face and half the child's face, the, half their whole body on the construction paper. You had to capture that image just by using pencil. And um, the art teacher, he really took me to the side and said, uh, you know, he said something strange to me. I thought it was kind of funny. He was saying... When you look at this picture, I mean, uh, like, how do you see the picture? I mean, what do what does this picture do to you? What I told him was, uh, I mean, I didn't understand his question. That's why I told him. I didn't understand what he meant by this question. I was young at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, to this day, I sometimes think about that question you know, my answer would be now is we all have our own vision when we look at something that would be called art. Mm. You know, we uh, we might look at art in a three-dimensional way. Yeah. See, you just what was in my spirit was this. I was I, when you finished saying what you were going to say, um I had uh, right the vision that's what just popped up in my spirit. Write the vision and make it plain. And I said, you know, you're connected to both pieces. You can write the vision. Your vision is in graphic arts. 
And you can make it plain with verbal artistry. You see that? Mm. A, a, a recipient of a double gift. Mm-hmm. You, do, mm. you, do you see what I'm saying? Yes, yes that's what you said. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's a profound statement as well. I think a lot of times people think text first, but no. If you really consider how our minds work, it's first that mental picture that we have, and then our scribbling follows that, even for a child. Uh, Before they can formulate into words, what they mean, they're going to demonstrate. They're demonstrative. Exactly. And if they have um, developed those uh, fine motor and gross motor skills, they're able to literally draw for you what they're not saying, exactly. but what they're feeling on the yeah. inside. So a lot of times as instructors, those that have the background in education, we were um, trained always pay close attention to children's art mm-hmm. because their art tells you what's wrong or what's right and what they're not verbally saying to you about how they feel. Absolutely. So, yeah, we've got to definitely remember that. Thank you. That was profound. And I, I would have to say, being a literary artist, I'm taking that message to heart too. I'm not, of course, as skilled as, Cain Spade with the graphics, but after hearing the way you laid that out so well about having vision and then using our pens and writing out that vision, making it plain so that people can interpret what it is that we're saying via our artistry, because we're all artists. And from the moment we get on that stage, especially if we do a spoken word art piece, as well as reading and reciting mm-hmm. your art, it's the artistry of your expression as a poet mm-hmm. that captivates and captures the audience's mind and soul and heart. So we do have to stay aware of that, that, um, yes, we need to master our craft as artists first, and then we can master the art via our ink on paper. It'll coincide. There will be that balance. That it will be. It will be. A, it will be a, have a dual effect. Yes. Know? And That's when it. when you when you're gifted to be able to do both picture and literary. It's, mm-hmm. it's profound. It's absolutely, you know, you, you've seen poetry books with illustrations, you know, like, um, you know, the poem will be on one page and there will be mm-hmm. an illustration, usually to the left of the of the recitation. And um, it, I, 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 when he was speaking, it just, it just leaped when he said vision, because mm-hmm. I, I was like, it, the Lord just said, right, the vision to make and I was going to tell him that after he stated his his uh, his answer. Well done. Well, I wow. tell you so much. Um, right there with that profound statement, Lady of Love, you did much for every artist who is a 
part of the call queue this evening and everyone that is a listener because it really helped us. I, I must confess that I know it helped me. It really helped us so that we can better hone our skills as artists. Absolutely. We mm-hmm. have to. Thank again, you. Thank you. I'm going to repeat it again. That, yes. Um, we Thanks. are. We are. We are the latter day prophets. Mm. We are those who God has entrusted an assignment to bring a message forth. We. This is the modern day. We. We have modern equipment. We have technology. We are. Um, we are aware. People are waking up every second. Mm-hmm. People, people are waking up, and so we're able to reach the masses. And we have to be um, sensitive to the unction of the Holy Spirit to write that vision. That's right. And make it plain. And make it plain. It's our duty. It's our. It is our duty. This duty was collected before we ever donned flesh. It was in our spirit. And, and God had relationship with us, and he orchestrated and told us the absolute um, the absolute intricates of what it was that we were supposed to do. Our, our job was to come here to manifest in this atmosphere and figure it out. And we have, we have the intelligence to do so. Um, no one, you know, unless there is something wrong or whatever, Mm-hmm. Uh, but you who are are well and on your feet and in this industry, you have a duty. You have been commissioned by yes. divine revelation to to execute this duty and write that vision and make that thing plain. No matter how many times you have to reconstruct it, so that even the smallest of understanding can pick it up, then that's your assignment, you know. And uh, and in it, don't grow weary in well doing because it right. is it is well doing, and you you will you will reap if you faint not. So we are to be aware. Fear, it's okay to have a little bit of fear. It's all right because that means you're awake. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes. Yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead, Kay. No, I was agreeing with you. I said yes indeed. It means that you're that you're awake, you know. And um and you you may be trembling, but you tremble your trembling self right up to whatever that 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 block is, if it's a block, if it's if it's something and you melt it, you melt it by increasing your courage. You melt it by increasing your courage. Mm. Thank you. You said so much, Lady of Love, and we must go on to our next call on the call queue, but we will definitely come back to you because you hit on some very powerful uh, key um, things that every artist needs to know, embody, and to transmit on to any others that maybe under their tutelage. So I want to say again to you, thank you. Once more, you must be I'm 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 thinking to call you, you must be the oracle for the literary artist community of this um 
era in this time because every time you speak, it is always divine and it is true inspiration. So thank you so much, Lady of Love. And God bless you. Keep, keep me in prayer. That's, that's, Will do. Keep Will me in do. prayer. Absolutely. And God bless you on your, your feature, um, King Brother, King Spade. I'm looking for you to be featured more frequently as you mm-hmm. increase. As you increase. You you will be. You know, there's no doubt about that. We all will be. Um, hey, thank you, Lady of Love, and I appreciate your support. Anything that you said was really inspiring here tonight. Be blessed and walk well. You as well. Thank you. Wonderful. We have a special message, Kane. We have, um, wait a minute, one moment here. Okay, we have Sister Taraji. She is in the chat room, and she did make mention of the following, just running past to let Kane Spade know that he is loved and appreciated before our show. (laughs) And (laughs) that she's not in the queue because she has to go over to the Epiphany show. I want to send out a big thank you and big hugs to, of course, the CEO of Epiphany Radio, none other than For Real the Poet, but also to Sister Taraji and the whole entire Epiphany Radio family. They are always supportive. They are always, always, always uplifting us with words of wisdom and comfort. We thank you and much love to you, Epiphany Radio. Yes, indeed. Much love and respect to Sister Raji and CEO, for real, the poet. Everybody at Epiphany Radio, you already know. Keep doing what y'all do. Burn the stage and burn y'all socks. <laughs> oh wow, that's 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 good right there, right there. And another thing, Sister Taraji is saying I'm not in queue. She's going over to to uh do the show at Epiphany, but um she's saying keep rocking out over over there doing what you do. Kane, one love. Love it. Love it. Hey, one love. Rock out over there, Epiphany Radio. <laughs> that's right. It looks like we have West Tennessee on the call. Welcome, West Tennessee. Welcome, West Tennessee. Your mic is now open. Okay, I'm going to move on. I see hands are raised. I don't want to miss out on anyone having their opportunity to give their shout-out. It looks like we have Illinois. Welcome back, Illinois. Welcome, welcome. How y'all doing? Oh, we're doing fine. Might I ask whom I have the pleasure of speaking with tonight? Absolutely. This is, is hip hop, spoken word, R and B, name it. I do it. Oxygen the poet from Chicago, Illinois. Oh, calling okay. in the, calling in to show some mad love, man, to a real powerful brother, Kane Spade here. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for your call, Oxygen and Kane Spade. The mic is in your hands to respond. All right. Well, welcome to the show here, Mr. Oxygen, the poet, hip-hop, artist, singer, extraordinaire, and all that, Kingdom Mink, <laughs> representative. <laughs> yes. 
know, man. Yes. Hey, much respect to you, man. You always uh, performing over there in Chicago. I mean, I see you. Uh, <laughs> you met up with Sister Raji in uh, real life over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was real, but it was unreal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's what it's about, man. I mean, yeah, I need to get over there in uh, Chicago, man. I know a lot of people. Chicago's the main city that sent me so many invitations over there to uh, perform live in a spoken word setting. Yes. We can't wait to have you over here, bro. I mean, that's the thing. It's so many open mics, Chicago, that go on from a Monday through Sunday basis that it's like you can't help but fall into an into a performance scene and and man, seeing especially seeing Sister Taraji. It was like, wait a minute, the Detroit takeover, and I mean, I mean, y'all just gonna come over here and uh. Wow, I mean St. Louis takeover. I'm sorry, it was a St. Louis takeover, and Sister Taraji came over with the squad, and they just completely disconnected every chord in the building. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, wow. And then the thing is, is I met you know Sister Taraji and a lot of people, you know, of that caliber on the Kane Spade show. That's the thing, man. You provided such an outlet for people who really didn't know each other that they always say real recognize real and you always had the real that gravitated to your scene, man. And that's that's where it doesn't come overnight. That comes with experience of just being a real person. That's right. Well said. Yes, yes. I thank you for that oxygen, man. I mean that's what basically the atmosphere that I want all callers, supporters to have and um I was about to say, hopefully they're still on the line. I just got an inbox, Francine. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Lady Scorpion is in the building. I'm not sure if she's still here. She said that was her at the last West Tennessee. Oh, okay, hopefully got she's it. Still got in the it. building. I think she's up next, right after our nice. here. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, yeah, definitely. I know we got a. Uh, a lot of artists, I mean, you got to expect a, a lot of artists to want to call in because, I mean, put it this way, Kane Spade is always featuring us. So it was like when I when I'm, when I was peeping it, I was like, wait a minute, I get a chance to, to honor, honor the king, you know what I'm saying? Let me call and uh, pay homage, you know what I'm saying? Because, man, it's not, like I say, it's not every day that you actually meet someone who has that direct connection of just not only being a people person but a person. Uh, of, of definite positivity to where you draw people from all edges of not only artistry, but just people who want to know now, you know, what is the DSR? You know what I'm saying? The DSR is that, is that definite, that definite place that you can go to where there's no, never any big eyes or, or little use, no matter what you've gone through throughout the day, man, Kane space, give you that warm laugh. He's going to give you a warm intro. He's going to give you a chance to shine. And then after you're done shining, he's going to ask for your opinion to let you know that he actually cares about you. You know what I'm saying? He actually cares about the direction you're trying to go in. Just a real positive brother, man. So I couldn't let this night go by without me calling in and just saying thank you. Thank you to this brother, man. And keep doing, keep shining, bro. Keep doing whatever you're doing because whatever direction you're going in, I don't even want to give you advice for that because obviously it's something that's God, that's God that the, the God above is leading you in and it's also got us right behind you. You know what I'm saying? So whatever it is, man, keep keep doing what you do. Hey, hey thanks, Oxygen, man. I mean, y'all really coming at me real humble, man, and uh, I'm not sure if I deserve all that credit, but thank you, though. <laughs> <laughs> and one love. 
Hey, one love to you, man. I must say, you know, Payne's Cup runneth over, ladies and gentlemen, but here's what we're going to do for everyone. We have Lady Scorpion, I believe, on the call. Welcome. Caller from West Tennessee, is this Lady Scorpio? Lady Scorpion? Hello? Hello, is this the caller from West Tennessee? Hello? Oh, no, she, uh, yeah, she got disconnected. Oh, okay, because I'm, I'm seeing West Tennessee twice, and I know the first mic I opened, I wasn't getting a response. Let me see. If there's a caller from West Tennessee, your mic is open. Yeah, wow. that's yeah, that's Poe P over there. Poe P, can you hear us? Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear oh, me? Oh, okay. All right. Welcome. Oh, wow. Uh, thank you. Hello, Fred. <laughs> Hello, Kane. Hi, it has been a while. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Hey, what's going on, Bishop? Okay. Bishop, still there? Yes, I'm here. Hey, what's going on, man? How you feeling? Oh, wow. I'm about to ask you the same thing. How you living? How you feeling, bro? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm good, man. All y'all coming through, uh, you know, giving me a lot of respect. Uh, I feel real humble right here, man. It's been a little while since I've been featured, you yeah. know? Yeah, it's, it's been a minute, man, you know, since we've been in touch. But I just want to say, you know, even behind the scenes, you know, to support uh a friend, you know what I'm saying? You may not ever uh, hadn't spoke for a while, but your presence always felt. And so that's what I appreciate. And uh, so uh, I'm humble. And, uh, hey, man, just love, you know, what you do, what you do. And, uh, you know, shout out to you, man. Bless up. Hey, thank you. Thank you for that, Pope P. And uh, shout out to you, man. I see you doing your thing. Uh, you recording making all uh, those are recorded pieces I seen you shared on my page, man, you know. You still yeah. a poet, you still a writer, you still putting yeah. yourself out there. Yes, thank you, my brother. And uh, you know, I um you know, I can you know, feel where your pen is coming from. It back goes back to where you said you was a writer. Because uh, you know, you know, the pen for me has been, you know, taking to different dimensions and different levels. Even before, you know what I'm saying, I had a voice, you know what I'm saying, behind the world, yeah. you know. You know, and uh, it was just calling and calling and, you know, calling me, you know what I'm saying, so, so my voice was heard. So uh, I commend you on doing uh, much, as, much as the same, you know what I'm saying, through your music and, your, uh, you know, through your pen, through your writing, man. So, uh Hey, man, sky's the limit. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I agree. Sky's the limit. And, uh, Pope P, you made me think when yeah. I performed for that second time over there, you know, performing live in front of an audience, you know, spoken word. Yeah. You know, that takes it to a whole new level, man, because we be thinking radio, you know, that's a hard thing to be talking in front of all these people, but like Word Warrior was saying, when you speaking in front of an audience, 
And like yeah. J&K was saying, too, it's a different story, man. You see all these faces, these eyes are looking at you. you thinking, like, wow. Man, I'm really on stage. There's a microphone in my face. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it is. Whole different, different right. climate, mm-hmm. whole different experience. But I think yeah. if you're true to your cramp, you feel at home when you're on the stage, just like you feel at home if you're in a uh, secluded garden all by yourself with just your pen and a notepad or iPad. So it's just a matter of going into your comfort zone where you feel at home mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and saying, I was born to do this. I may not be as experienced as the next person whom has been doing this for 20 years or or what have you, but I know in my heart I'm passionate about what I ink. So on that note, I'm going to spit fire and let people hear from my soul and my heart what I'm thinking. And it just comes down to that, just being you, just not being afraid to be you. And I think once we get past that fear of um, just bearing all on that stage, literally bleeding, um, your ink is like blood. Um, Literally, when you're spitting, it's just like all of the life and essence within is coming forth. Um, When you get past that fear that I'm going to literally die doing what I love on the stage in this moment, (laughs) you realize I was born for this. I am poetry. And then when you get there, I mean, once you reach that level, I am poetry. I believe it was Word Warrior that was the first poet that I ever heard that made that declaration. And when I heard that, I was like, man, he said, I am poetry. I said, he done embraced his passion to the fullest, to the nth degree. And that's where we should get to. And once you're there... Nothing can stop you. You are literally Superman, Superwoman, uh, Supernova, Super whatever you want to put after the super because you have just said to the universe, I affirm my truth. And that that's really what it's all about. Affirm your truth. Yes, yes, indeed. And uh, Fran is says, poet, I got a question for you as well. Okay. <laughs> I didn't expect that. You know you caught me off guard. Yep. Yep, it's my time to catch oh. people off guard because they've been doing it to me all night. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. So my question is this. I mean, will you have an open mic session tonight? Yes, you we know, are. You know the I'm inter- so glad you because I was going to say right after Pete, See, Pete done started something. Right after Pete, because I really loved a couple things he said, and it was real, real, real powerful. And he said it with such a low voice. That's what gets me about Pete. He's that quiet storm. You got to watch him. And he come with that heavy knowledge, and he dropped that potent wisdom on you. Woo! 
Nothing like him. Love that brother. Love you, Pete. Love you. Love you, too, ladies. I know we've been missing each other. Our schedules, you know, conflicting, but it's all good. We're connected tonight, supporting none other than Mr. DSR, and that's what's up. It's all about lifting each other up and staying connected. And if we're doing that, we're doing big things. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Appreciate your support, uh, Pope P, the Bishop, Tiffany Radio. Tiffany Radio is really coming in here tonight, I see. Oh, they coming in here strong. I see we have Central Georgia. Welcome, Central Georgia. Yo, 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 the Sandman, the poet, checking in. Oh, I heard that. Oh, Lord. Sandman, the poet, man. How you feeling, man? You know, I'm always feeling lyrical, man. I had to show up for my boy Kane Spade now, Mr. DSR. I had to show up for you now. Hey, much respect to you, uh, our friend of Sage Poet. I got to definitely tell you about Sandman here. This guy, businessman down south, Georgia. He's another one who uh, turned me out there? Yeah. Hello? We still have you on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he turned me on to, like, more clientele out there, you know, putting the promotions, the word out for me. I mean, that's much. I appreciate this guy, you know, much respect to him, you know, because I definitely wouldn't even know about anybody in Georgia if it wasn't for Sam and the Port here, as far as the business clientele, you know, for our, our up-and-coming uh, graphic art business, Jack Ill Graphics Association. Wow. Well, that's, that's right, brother. Yeah, man. Um, my first time, I think, uh, getting the chance to actually have you call into the show and to hear of this from Kane Spade. Um, do you have any questions for Kane before we begin our Let It Flow bidding the mic with Grace Brown? Yeah, um, check this out, Kane. So where do you see yourself in the poetry world five years from now? <laughs> Good question, man. See, uh, see, wait a minute. Why you come at me with those? Uh, that's no college questions, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they asked you when you were in school or something. But uh, basically, uh, I see myself performing more, you know, performing live shows like what Sandman does. I see he be uh, performing live down south. And, um, yeah, and connecting more with people who support me, like those in Chicago, man. Like I told Oxygen, that's a must uh to-do list uh, right there. I got to do that trip to Chicago. I get a lot of supporters from there. I got to go over there to Boston. I mean, that's my DSR family, Mr. Boston over there. You know, I got to go where all my DSR members are at, all those different cities and states and locations, man. That's where I see myself traveling to meet all those supporters who uh, helped me to be on the path I am now. Great answer to me. <laughs> Great answer indeed. Thank you for that question. All right. 
Well, now we're going to get ready for, I like to refer to this as the Let It Flow, Spit the Mic with Grace, or Gracefully Spit the Mic Round. And we're going to have, for the first one to spit the mic, none other than Mr. Boston, a.k.a. Master Scribe. And then we're going to hear from Lady of Love, and then we're going to hear from Peep, and then we're going to hear from Oxygen, and then we're going to hear from Sandman. All right, Mr. Boston, you're up. Ooh, we black like me. I can't be defeated. I am freedom. I got that good news, and I'm here to tell you love has won my freedom. What I'm going to show you is my melanin is all too powerfully black presence on the whole world. The rest of the world's population are the products of my existence. My melanin is the genetic key to our humanity, suffering greatness, liberation, and future. Black, like me, beautiful as can be. The creator put upon us job. Did indeed create African women in his own likeness and image. And every patient and supportive human course of interaction, intuitively a part of the whole existence and excellence of an enormous amount of chemical and life substance called melanin. Melanos, black, blessed with greatest gifts from nature. The source of all this beauty is this precious life substance, the intrinsic order and sustain the synchronicity harmony of the universal cosmos, a deepness of deep spiritual bonding, a longing for them in the world to recognize black like me is a real life perspective. The galaxies, the seas, the soil, the food, and the womb of our mothers all manifest the presence of this complex chemical substance measured as being equal to the geometrical angle of the earth, equal to 360 degrees. The relationship between woman and melatonin is nothing new. Black like me is the living witness. Tomorrow belongs to those who prepare for it today. So let us let us use our melanin, embrace it, and use it not only to liberate ourselves, but also to help us prepare our tomorrows, most importantly, the future of our children, race and the whole humanity. To those who realize mentally, spiritually, and emotionally, black like me, I believe I am the link between self-spiritual and spirit of others. Black like me is a freedom and established viable intuitive connection with all three. My equanimity won't rely exclusively on who is or isn't in my life. Black like me is an inherent part of me. Beautiful black conditions, black as me. Deepen us all in a solitude for further introspection. Black like me sees the beauty from within me, not the black of night that covers me. See, my inner will be a canvas of beauty to all things. It dwells beyond the wildest dreams, the fine balance between nature and nurturing and nurturing of history. My beautiful black reflects discontent with my earth families, with the equality of my beautiful identity. See, my black is the beauty of the whole original black like me, Mr. Boston, DSR, all damn day. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. We're going to keep this train on the tracks. Motion, movement, forward. I'm going to hit a freestyle piece. I'm going to spit 
my grace on this mic tonight in honor of Mr. DSR because I never knew what I now can do until he saw it in me. And that's freestyle. It's not a hidden treasure any longer because I've opened the door that once was locked. It took words from someone who cared to help me to understand what I was missing out on doing. I was receptive to the truth and because I didn't resist it, I now find I can spit it in such a profound way that I am convicted by the things I say. And yes, scribing is never a task when you're doing it without the mask. When you're doing it from your soul and you know what you're saying is the truth, you dig down deep and you pull it up and out until every root of it is exposed. So what I'm going to share at this moment is nothing more than the truth. So if you are willing to be free, hear the things that I'm showing you and begin to see them because they're true. Love yourself, love and respect the earth, embody the spirit and presence of the true source, and be the change you wish to see. Now we're going to hear from Mr. DSR himself, Kane Spade. Yes, yes, I'm here. All right. We would like for you to spit something. It can be freestyle or it can be something that you wrote. You can recite it, and we're all ears to hear it. All right. Well, first I want to say uh, congrats on your freestyle right there, Francine. (laughs) Well, I'm going to be honest. Every time I do it, I'm like, whoa, it's just like it, 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 it. affects me like that. But I know it just means that I need to just do it more, you know? Yeah, keep doing it. That's <laughs> how you keep learning from it. Okay, thank you. Even though, of course, you know, I, I've been a page poet for much of my life. But you know what? This freestyle bit, I think I can I can swing it. You gave me, you gave me the confidence I needed. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Now, uh, yeah, I'm going to give you all a new piece here. The name of the piece is We Are in Need. Mm. goes like this. Listen, now, even more than ever, everyone, the human race, this world needs real music. It needs real poetry. This life as I live and breathe been on a roller coaster at each turn. Feels like I'm learning I will always need to think before I move. The government let the devil in. 
But even before that, it was already stained with sin. Propaganda. Dwelling within, letting you know that's a battle you can never win. Trying to alter our mindset with the bullshit, just ignore the puppet show. Trying to let go. My veins need to be drained. Let all the negative be washed away with the rain. Need to maintain. Try not to go insane. The world already crazy. Don't let the verdict be passed out on you. I need a new influence. Real music. Real poetry. I wonder if somebody can do it. A question for now unanswered. You feel like unless you can do it yourself. Retreat back to the 80s into the 90s. How old school gonna rule the new? The problem, no substance. The industry sees the green and says, listen to last. Ha ha, saying fuck you. Warping the youth with bullshit. A lot of them don't know what to do. Real niggas that term need to be flushed down the drain. A liquid on the brain that we all need to wipe away. Just something it seems like I need to tell myself on certain days. And that's always on DSR all damn day in peace. All right. That that was heavy. That was heavy right there. We're going to hear from West Tennessee. Welcome back. Spit your grace on the mic. West Tennessee. Welcome back. It's your grace on the mic. Hello, hello, hello. How you living? How you doing? Oh, wonderful, wonderful. We're ready to hear some more fire ink, and we know you got the ink well on fire. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a piece <clears throat> in honor of what uh, Kane State is um, uh, advocating on um, domestic violence. And, uh, it's a short piece, but it's a powerful piece. And the title of this piece is Respect. Have a little respect for the ladies. Man, you can't go around beating the ladies because, man, you insecure about yourself daily. The queen of soul said it's best. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Have a little respect for me. How you going to love a woman when you don't respect your mama? A male child just like the man who did the same thing to that other woman? All she's saying is, have a little respect for me. And that's it. All right. Have a little respect for me. Thank you so much for paying tribute to the domestic abuse, domestic violence abuse survivors. And, yes even the victims, because we want them to know we care. And, again, I must share the following information. If you are a victim of domestic violence abuse and if you know someone, whether they are a family member, a neighbor, or a friend, and they are afraid to leave, that abusive situation. Here's the number for you to call or the number to call for them. 1-800-799-7233. I repeat, 1-800-799-7233. And that is the number for the National Domestic Violence Hotline. Thank you. 
Yes, indeed. We have a caller from Illinois on on the line. Welcome, caller from Illinois. Welcome back. It is your hour to spit grace on the mic. Welcome, caller from Illinois. Hello? Yes, yes. This is the uh, Let It Flow, Spit Your Grace on the Mic round. Yes. And the mic is now passed into your hands. Okay, perfect. <laughs> my bad. I had, I, I had you muted because my son was, he was making some noise. He wanted to drop something on the mic, I guess. He's, you know, he's only 15 months. And, <laughs> hey, we don't uh, discriminate. We don't discriminate based on age. <laughs> based on <laughs> so right, right. Spit, you can hand it to him either before you spit or after, whichever way you choose. All right. Go. <laughs> okay. Tell that you worry, it's written on your face. And it tells your story, girl, I can feel your pain. It's unspeakable what he did to you. He don't deserve one bit of you. Girl, we're walking now, this time we're through. He might as well get over you. It's over now. You can stop crying. It's over now. There won't be no denying. It's over now. I promise you. He won't hurt you again. You can wipe your tears away. It's over now. Am I perfect? About as perfect as that brand new outfit that you expected to last all day. But later searching for that perfect detergent advertised to blast off stains. See, my past flaws explain the trial and error of a broken home. Grandmothers, it took the will to steer me off the crash course. When I was old enough to have an opinion, when mom and dad divorced, see, mom was still chasing dreams, and dad was scared to swallow pride. So tomorrow died so that yesterday yesterday could have birthdays in my father's mind. When we moved on, you should have seen the auditions for a stepdad, like Lion and Cheat Melvin or George with the left jab. I don't think that's a strong or no possessive streak. Instead, she found cowards that show women their impressive reach. My father watched his old man put a cold hand to his mother, too. Watched her suffer through abuse, and still the cycle was repeated. Domestic demons chained his ego, and his blind soul couldn't free it. And I was forced to hide in secret because I, I was forced to see my mother hit. Kids ran down her cheek. I'm thinking, what can I hit this mother sucker with? But I was only five and didn't stand a chance. He was way above my weight class. My little engine filled with anger, and it was wearing on my brake pads to where the pain lasts. Kept me up so late at night to where I can't crash. Thinking about the queens who have suffered through domestic violence. Held without a voice for so long that out of fear you take a breath in silence. Well, you'll be happy to know that I ended that cycle. The power of cops 
defense of that title, woman beater, devil tempted, but the slug he gave me still in that rifle. Heated arguments, waiting for the worst to happen, nerves are dancing maliciously, waiting for verbal to become physical. What happens when you allow Satan to coerce you to think cynical, all a part of him robbing son, but I'm performing as his miracle. It's over now, you can stop crying. It's over now, there won't be no denying. It's over now, I promise you, he won't hurt you again. You can wipe those tears away. It's over now. That's that piece. Thank you. Beautiful. Well, we're going to hear next from Lady of Love, Queen Poetress. Okay, she tried to tell you. I heard your loud whispers coming from the cracks in your mind as your self-righteousness allowed you to assess my poetic flavor and deem it filthy. Yes, you did. Well, let me stretch a bit, removing myself from the couch of calm and definitely the room of ignorance of this attack. But on today, you caught me in a a teaching mode, and now we shall open the text you wanted to forget and hide away. You were fake, phony, and highly hypocritical. If dwelled a, a bit of brain in your cranium, you would understand the tender of each verbal pen stroke of my compositions. Understanding this verse, I am in no wise separated from God. He allows me to stay the way I am, for there he finds me pure in thought, deed, and highly content. I write from a real place. If you have ever been fortunate to experience love from its natural poor, you would have the fire in your thinking that I release on paper. But no, for the sake of your cronies who collectively have less than a fourth of a newborn baby's aptitude, trying to engage in conversation with me on a sunless day about that that you are clueless about. You're fake and hide your feelings, yet you want a man to walk into your darkness, stumbling over bags of mental junk, breaking his life into pieces to sit with you in some sort of jigsaw puzzle relationship, you and your women friend sillies, constructed that not even you can fit the pieces in place to make sense. Then breaking into fits of emotional breakdown because he surely fits not and will not in your convoluted mess. Hasn't the procession of men going in and out of the doors of your life drawn a hint that you need to think for yourself and live your life minus your antiquated so-called girlfriend? Right there. That's the problem. They're girls. I'm a free thinker and live true to my heart. What I write about, you want some of it. That's why my name stays in your mouth. Great. Let it be so. 
for you are fast becoming my greater fan base captain. Your very Bible contains the Song of Solomon in the center of it, making sexual erotic concerns a central location easy to find for instructions. You have yet to follow any of the erotic silk of these loving passages. Had you? You wouldn't pull this curtain of condemnation across my work. Sabotage that backward thinking you allowed in your life. Heck, Samson got his locks chopped in Delilah's lap. Wake up and use your God-given creative imaginations and be for real about what you feel. The Lord let me just step in a bit on you. The next time, I will blast your ass like a building wall being sandblasted to remove filth. Trust me, I will erase all that fake gunk from your mind. Get wise. You claim to be so holy. Act like you know something about yourself besides stuffing your mouth with a gossip which has no positive value. Get wise. In peace. Get wise in peace. That was a potent message. Thank you, Lady of Love. Pleasure. You're welcome. We're going to hear from Kane Spade, but this time we're going to hear a recorded soundtrack, which is entitled, I Was Just Thinking. Listen attentive. Love, but I'm tired of sleeping alone listening to these love songs. I'm ready to settle down and have a man of my own. He, my king, I, his queen, sitting high on the throne. We can- I apologize. I'm gonna. I'm going to play at this time a piece by Kane by Speed when I touch the pen. Living with immortal parasites. 
ladies and gentlemen, you just heard from Kane Spade. We're going to hear another piece by Mr. DSR, Kane Spade. This piece is entitled, I Still Believe.
you in your smart ass mouth. You keep on talking. You kick your nappy head ass out for good. What's the difference? I'll be better off. What I'm talking about. You just know everything, don't you? Don't you? I've seen poverty in the street. Homeless was seen at the top of that ladder, but there are those who chose to remain living this way. I saw many movies on poverty, but this recent one caused me to write this. I know with the way the world is, life is an unpublished book. However, this particular movie just provoked the ink. I must need a real response as I observe the life of a kid tormented by his life. It's already fucked up the way his mother is. Drugs are no substitution for pain, not even limited ecstasy. Just a five-second dream, then a reality headache, awakening back to the, your dirty-ass apartment and your kid shaking his head. Watching this, I'm thinking I thank God for giving me the mother who gave birth to me. Me and this kid did have one thing in common. We both did have food stamps, but when I was growing up, I had food stamps before it became just another swipe card. I remember carrying dolls with faded colors, and I admit I felt some embarrassment, although I never told mom. Knowing we all need help sometimes even more. I went through some bullshit in life, but the projects is a whole different experience. This kid, all I can say is he was strong. Don't know what I would do or say if I witnessed my mother giving all sex just to pay for my meal and my friends. Even though he shouldn't have made it look like a fool right at the restaurant. This kid's friend even had a fucked up life. You might as well say they were in the same boat. While his friend's mother was more strung out on drugs than his own, I don't think any kid should get burnt with an iron on their back, no matter what he or she did. Stop taking out your frustrations on your kids. Now, here come the police. Kids are kids, no matter how grown they act. They show the age when their fear manifests. Once presented, raise the curve. Just know and reacts in the projects. And scheming eyes, watch families get booted out. Yes, the kid's mom got arrested as well for using drugs. Prostitution, most likely a saved rap sheet already on file. Fearing to be taken, he and his friend hides. Don't want to belong to the state. Taking children to drug addicts, dealers, prostitutes under one roof is not a good look, just a younger version of a jail cell. Officers thinking they're doing their job, getting kids off the street, but creating a place even worse than juvie. They managed to duck the cops for now, but without mom, it's just him and his friend. Two cans of what you call food, no money, no bite of a lie. on. days go by as loud noise, the door shut next door. And two men looting empty apartments with ski masks run down the hallway. Now the kids get the idea to do the same. You never know where life will take you. In this case, there's poverty to blame. And that's on DSR. Welcome back, Kane. Hey, it's good to be back, friend of <laughs> Sage. 
Yeah, I wanted to give your vocals a little rest and give everyone a chance to hear some live poetry that you already laid on the track and feverishly worked hard to perfect with that perfected digital sound. Um, Is there anything that you would like to share with our listeners about any of those tracks that was played? Yes, indeed. Uh, Well, first I want to say, I mean, thanks to everybody who took the time to listen to all those tracks. And uh, if you want to check out more tracks uh, by me, and uh, no, I don't do my own beats. You know, most of those tracks got beats from other producers out there. I give them a shout-out on the track. Uh, You'll see that name on the track, on the production on SoundCloud.com, check out those tracks, and uh, that's at uh, DSR Fire Productions, and also my name, Kane Spade, two different accounts, SoundCloud.com. Awesome. Thank you, Kane. And um, in reference to you as a graphics art, uh, designer and artist, would you like to share with everyone uh, what you would consider as being uh, the most unique trait that you have as a graphic arts designer? Because I understand you design hats, you design shirts, you've done uh, shirts for special events and special occasions. Hallmark events, might I add, such as family reunions, also for other um, venues and events and for artists and poets. Uh, If you can just share, what makes your work stand out from all the rest or from others? That's a good question. I mean, in the art world, there's a lot of uh, competition out there. Basically, what stands out with mine is uh, my affiliations, I would say. Uh, not too many uh those who do art are affiliated with poets and spoken word artists. And, you know, uh, I'm a small business. You know, I'm just uh, solo on this art thing, and uh, what made me stand out is that for being so low, I'm connected to other people in other countries who took my business. Uh, One of my first ever uh, business transactions was to, uh, I think her name was Agnesa. She was a singer, and she wanted me to do some art for her. I did some Facebook covers so she can display it on the Internet on her Facebook page. And I charged her for it, and she liked the outcome. And uh, it showed her holding a guitar or her basically in her native land over there. The background and the art, I put it like a, a black and white type of setting. And it was, one was uh, like a, a river and a bridge, and another was like a house setting. And the guitar one was more famous, though. It showed her in like a like a small town. 
It was three different versions. I set up for her. She liked it. She uh she enjoyed my business. She even pointed out like I had one um correction I need to make and I did it right at that moment when she needed it. Mm. You know, I had I got no complaints. She uh she actually said I was too fast. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I thought that was funny. She was like, wow, you were fast. You did it right then and there. I was like, well, you're the customer, and the customer is always right. And, um, yeah, I did stuff for her. And then uh, the down south uh, stuff I did for Sandman, now, that was a free one I did because uh, people didn't know anything about me. So, Basically, they was testing me, and I did a flyer for Young Dro. You know, a rapper down south. He's on tour. He was making an appearance in uh, Sandman, the Poets area. And that's who contacted me. I did that flyer and uh, put other uh, like entertainment companies on that flyer, along with the other artists who were set to perform in that, at, at that event. And uh, it was uh, it was challenging to me, you know. I haven't done I've done a lot of radio flyers for my own network and other networks, but I never did a flyer for that, an event for down south for uh, like an open mic event or something like that. So that tested me, but I was able to do it. And they did the promotions, they got the flyers printed up, and they enjoyed what I sent them. It's all about getting your work reviewed, gaining a strong fan base of supporters, one that's consistently growing, I would say, from week to week and month to month, even if it's growing just one or two uh, per month or one a week or one every other week. Growth is growth. you got to start somewhere. And you have to do open mics. I heard, uh, Kane, that you most recently um, attended a venue in the city of Philadelphia, and I believe the Family Poetry Collective was uh, that venue. Oh. Yeah, it's just called The Collective. The Collective, okay. And um, I want to commend you on that because I know that's a venue that I experienced um doing a spoken word, I think maybe two times. And I had some friends of mine who were poets that also attended, even Queen Zipporah did her first um, poetry open mic. Um, She had her first uh, moment in the spotlight on the stage as a um, poet at the collective. So I have a lot of respect for the collective. I love that the collective... Um, we'll challenge you even online. They have a page, which is the uh, Family Collective. And um, I believe every day there's a different challenge or every other day for artists and for writers. And it's always a literacy enrichment-based activity. Um, So I do want to commend you, Kane, and I think that was a step in the right direction because you are a powerful poet, and it's just a matter of time 
and more exposure is key. And as you're acquiring that exposure, it won't be much longer, and you'll be on that world stage that you were born to perform on. So just stay the course you're now taking, and again, continue to do those open mic venues. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Brandon Stage Port, I appreciate that. You're very and, welcome. Uh, just to add to uh, the graphics there, I just want to be clear that all I do for that is the uh, designs for the graphic, uh, digital graphic arts. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want people to get confused that they think I'm going to actually send them a T-shirt with the design that they requested. Right. You know, I send so you the you design the and design you uh for the logo, is that correct? Yeah, the design for a logo or you want to design for a business card, a t shirt, uh okay. a business flyer like I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Now the flyers I have uh been specializing in. I mean I've been really challenging myself with that lately. You know, I feel like I'm really confident to do so. Right. Good. And uh and the logos as well. The logos was actually my specialty, you know, because that's the first thing I started to create was business logos. Not for just DSR. I did one for Ripper Entertainment. That was a promotion company where I first started, uh, where I was a part of. I didn't start it. Let me correct myself. I was a part of it. It was a big uh, group of people, their CEO doing that thing, and uh, I did a logo with an OWL, uh, Mastermind Productions. Uh, Try to remember, I, th- I think I did a Rip Raw Entertainment logo as well. Hmm. A few others. You know, so you the did, later I started doing words. my own logos, uh, the Jack O Graphics logo, uh, Division State Productions logo. That was an old productions where I used to uh, mostly do for videos and whatnot. Hmm. Well, as as we can tell, you are steadily, steadily in the grind. Having your nose to the grinding stone, you do not stop or take long breaks. I'm sure you take a rest here and there, but it sounds to me like you are constantly in the in the room uh, working and mastering that, mastering your craft and doing so in a diligent manner. And I think that's so important and so key that we are constantly um, staying active engaging in uh, writing. For some of us, we keep a journal daily. Journal writing is good. Um, You need to be able to write things down, express what your thoughts are clearly, and then revisit them. And I think when you keep a daily journal, you do that, and that's a way of assessment too. That is a good way of self-assessment where you can mark your own progress and see your own growth. Yes, indeed. Yes, yes. I do want to, of course, I'm always trying to give some tips. Queen Zipporah, um, 
she's off on tonight. I gave her the night off because she worked so hard on our last um, program, and she really did it. She's working on um, an urban fantasy book series right now. So her time is definitely um, a minimum as to how much uh, she can be on the air. Um, So we try not to overstock her because she is so so very important to this show and, and well-valued. But I must say, Kane, a lot of artists don't realize how important it is to have that open mic experience because your audience is your best, um, I would say, customer. A live audience is your best customer. And when you're doing an open mic venue, you are going to know firsthand from the moment you step on that stage, you're going to know, am I making a connection with my listeners or not? Um, what can you share with everyone about this, the importance of uh, doing the open mic venues? Well, basically, I'd say this uh if you're feeling nervous, try not to, you know, single yourself out. Try not to, you know, dismiss your talent. Mm. So I'm not saying to have overwhelming confidence, I mean, but focus on something that you would feel to make yourself feel more positive to achieve you seeing yourself on stage and committing to reciting that piece in front of this audience, you know, because a lot of people, when they get on stage, they see a room full of strangers. They be thinking, like, how are they going to judge me mm-hmm. or what they're going to say after I do my piece? Am I going to mess up, you know? Because, I mean, when I did that uh, that second performance at the, uh, the collective, my piece I recited it wasn't perfect to myself, but at the end of the piece, I did yell out DSR all damn day anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so to the crowd, and their eyes lit up like, what the hell? Like, what is wrong with that guy? <laughs> you know, but I did it anyway. I didn't care. Right, you know, this, right. Oh, no. And I actually said to these people that I am the CEO of the DSR Fire one3 Network, I even said I was a published author of Awaken a Poet. I told them how much I was selling it for. I didn't make any sales. You know, uh, some people, they be funny uh, for purchasing people's books who are unknown to them. Right. You know, it is what it is, but I, I put myself out. Uh, did you have a chance to speak with Jody? Yes. Truth? Yeah, she's... Um... She's definitely a strong uh, uh, scribe and and very active as for just getting things done in the literary artist uh, circle and community. So I'm hoping that you were able to give her your book information because I know that they like to uh, feature artists whom are published authors at their venue from time to time. 
So were you able to do that? Were you able to share your book with her or to just give her a business card and your, con- and your contact? Yeah, I was able to give her my business card, and I did tell her about my book. Wonderful. With, uh, you know, where she can find it if she's interested for a purchase. Yeah, because I know they're, they are always looking for authors such as I do with this radio show. That's what they do with their um, venue, and they're always looking for a local artist and someone that's a fresh face, someone that not everyone knows to help grant them the um, adequate exposure that they need so that they can further um, advance forward and fulfill what their long-term dream or goal is. Yep. So I'm glad you made that connection, Kane. Uh, yes, indeed. Also, Thanks. I want to ask you, are you familiar with the Arts Bank? That is another venue where you can perform and do some spoken word or freestyle art. Wait, what was the name of it? it? The Arts Bank. The Arts Bank? Bank. Oh, the Arts Bank. Yes. No, I'm not familiar with it. Let me uh, give you that information right now because this is definitely a venue for you. I would encourage you to um, uh, perform there when they do have their open mics. I'm not sure which night it is, but I do know that they do have a night where it's open mic for artists. And the Philadelphia Arts Bank is located, and this is for any artist who visits Philadelphia or whom is a local resident of Philadelphia. The Philadelphia Arts Bank is definitely a venue that caters to the arts and entertainment community. Um, The address is 601 South Broad Street, Philadelphia, PA, 19147. And their business phone is 215-545-1664. I repeat, the business phone is 215-545-1664. And I do want to say the following. If you are sincere and very diligent and devoted, as for being the best that you can be, you must get out there and perform at open mic venues. In order to be the best, you have to see what the best looks like. And when you go to these open mic venues, you are going to see nothing but the best and the finest poets on that stage. And they are mastering their craft just the same as you. So I want to encourage all artists, definitely, if you haven't yet, you need to perform at the Philadelphia Arts Bank, located at 601 South Broad Street, and the business phone, 215-545-1664. You must perform there. Also, one more venue, I must say, the World uh, Cafe. Yes, I heard it though. Yes, World Cafe. Um, Here in Philadelphia, they are located at 3025 Walnut Street. The zip code is 19104. I repeat, 3025 Walnut Street, Philadelphia, PA, 19104. 
and their phone number is 215-222-1400. I repeat, 215-222-1400. Yes, the World Cafe, Philadelphia location. Come on, artists. You got to get out there. You got to get your feet wet first before you plunge into that ocean of destiny for you. You got to start wetting your feet. See what it's all about. Know what you need to know so that you can grow, grow, and grow and continue to evolve and become the artist you were meant to be. So I want to thank you so much, all who called in to support the one, the only, Mr. DSR Kane Spade. And I just want to remind everyone on next Tuesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, tune in to the Exceptional Scribble Show. It is the same location. We are an internet radio talk show, and our server is TalkShoe.com. The show's ID number is 133193-POUNDS, and we will have as the feature artist, Master Scribe, Mr. Sanders, otherwise known as Mr. Boston. And the topic will be three books. Yes, three books that will be published. Launching. Launching and soon. Soon and very soon. So we want to support this artist in all that he does because he is always supportive to this show's platform and to every host, co-host, every artist that has ever been on this show, and we want him to receive that same love and respect and to know that we honor him for mastering the craft. So please join me on next Tuesday, December 13th, as I honor the Master Scribe. I love you all. Peace and blessings. And before we leave, we're going to hear a final, final remark. It will come from the feature artist. Mr. DSR, and he will give his contacts, and then we're going to close the show. Thank you. All right. (laughs) I want to say thank you to all who supported me here tonight. You know, much love and respect. Thank, Thank you for all the encouragement that I got from everybody who called in, from fellow poets, writers, fellow published authors, businessmen, and women. And uh, if you're free next week, on Tuesday, after the Exceptional Scribble Show, I will be hosting a show myself. It will be DSR Presents Old Shit Firing Tuesday. I will be talking about racism and uh, in the world today. You know, call in if you want to talk about it. Uh, open mic is always essential on DSR. And uh, look for my book, Awaken the Poet, createspace.com, amazon.com, barnesandnoble.com. If you want to uh, request any graphic, digital graphic art business from me, you can inbox me on Facebook at Kane Spade. And uh, I do uh, designs, like you heard before, I did designs for uh, Well Spoken Live, the Chicago Open mic set hosted by Word Warrior. Those T-shirts were designed by me. 
And uh, you already know I do flyers for live sets, radio, and uh, logos for businessmen and women. Get at me if you want to use my business. And uh, other than that, I want to thank Francis Sage Poet for having me here. You're very welcome. Thank you. Thank you for appearing on this show's panel. And we always, always will support you in all that you do. We um, really, really admire your work. As for the book entitled Awaken the, the Poet, and I, for one, being a poet, understand the seriousness of having an awakening as a poet. It is so necessary. It is not until you have awakened unto your uh, poet voice, your poet's uh, signature uh, style. Um, it's not until then that you can truly master the craft. And, and be true to your pen or to your craft. So I definitely commend you on writing a book, which I believe was written for every writer. It doesn't matter what level your writing is, whether you're a beginner, intermediate, or advanced writer. Um, Awaken the Poet is the book, which will prove to be a reference guide, one of great significance for all literary artist. So be advised, you can find the book. It is now available on Amazon.com. It is also available on CreativeSpace.com. Again, the book is entitled Awaken the Poet by published author Kane Spade. Thank you so much, Kane, for being a distinguished feature artist in the spotlight on this day. Hey, thank you for having me. You're welcome. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that concludes tonight's show. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. And in closing, I just want to say continue to write. Don't just write. Think first. And after you've had your time to brainstorm an idea or to brainstorm your opinion, or perspective, next should come the writing. And remember what Queen Poetry's Lady of Love spoke to us this evening. Write the vision and make it plain means the following. The illustration is essential. So you need to draw it out, and then you may write your truth. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for tuning in. Until next week, peace and good health. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.